Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to WISE. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in today. You know I am grateful. Today is the last episode, or this episode is the last episode of 2022. So I'm going to be kind of talking about what I learned during the year, some lessons that I had kind of reflecting on my 2022, and then I'm going to be talking about what you can expect from me in 2023. First of all, tiny elephant in the room that I wanted to address first is my lack of or messy consistency with the podcast this past year. Uh, I had every intention to stay consistent with the podcast and it just didn't happen. And I'm not beating myself up for it at all, but I do want to just let you know, obviously, that I am aware and I am grateful to all of you who reached out and were like, wait, where's like the next episode? (laughs) Because you know, when you find a podcast that you connect with and that you love, you want to see that new episode every week. I do that with podcasts that I really love and adore and connect with. And there were just weeks that it didn't happen. A couple months of a hiatus that we took. And I will talk about why in a moment. But if you run an online business, you know that there are several kind of content streams that we work with, different types of ways to consume, you know, audio, visual, video, all these things. And I ended up prioritizing Instagram, my newsletter. And, you know, the business saw, my business saw a lot of growth this year in terms of one-on-one clients. I was really refining all of my programs and my coaching and I did not have the bandwidth. Rather, this year for me was an introspective year and I had to do kind of what felt right to me in the moment and sometimes I just didn't have the bandwidth. And I, earlier in the year, I like felt guilty and all of these things. And I just wanted to address it uh, because I think that transparency is important. But part of my 2023 goals, which you will see it happen, we're going to get back to the weekly consistency with a minimum of an episode per week. If we do have a guest, that guest will be the second episode of the week. And I would even love to do shorter episodes uh, that perhaps we see two times a week. But minimum, we're going to see one time a week. Uh, Every Monday, we will see new episodes. So I am excited about that and grateful to you as always for tuning in. So like I said, I think we all 
or at least I do. And if you listen to this, you probably do too. The last few days of the year for me, I'm always just like kind of quiet, just kind of thinking. I really used to put a lot of pressure on myself around like, what are you going to do next year? What's going to happen? And what did you do this year? And did you succeed? And did you like blow all of the metrics out of the water? I think that especially like on Instagram, we see a lot of people sharing all of their successes. And I think it's common to be like, oh my God, but what did I do? Did I do enough? And I think that it's more productive in the sense of like being kinder to yourself as well and actually more productive to just reflect and accept the year for what it was and know that, you know, some years are going to be more, let's say, outwardly successful and some years are going to be like a cocoon year. Oh my God, how many C's did I say? Some years are going to be like a cocoon year where you're introspective and you kind of tune inward. That was this type of year for me. Honestly, the past three years have been that for me. And I feel like 2023 for me is going to be a year that I have like full capacity and energy and a lot of energy to create a lot more stuff. So let yourself have the year that you are supposed to have. If you've been here for a while, you know that I always do Uh, an exercise at the end of the year um, called my habit list, which is instead of setting like crazy resolutions or anything like that, which like there is some validity in, you know, having a fresh start and feeling perhaps a little bit more motivated, but that feeling will not get you through, you know, the moments when you don't feel like it and consistency will, discipline will, loving discipline, loving devotion uh, will move you through those things. So I think there's some validity in that, but I think that, especially thinking back to who I used to be, I used to think that like I would suddenly wake up on January 1st and like just be somebody different and be like, well, all of a sudden this person has like 10 times the bandwidth, 10 times the resources, 10 times the effort to do things and you're not going to be that different. <laughs> Again, ride the the initial momentum, but then realize that you're going to have to keep it going. So let yourself have the year that you are supposed to have and know that you likely did your best. Maybe we didn't, <laughs> but it is a more helpful helpful perspective to remember we always have a choice for how we uh, analyze and how we Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for, how we interpret the things that happen. And I just shared this on Instagram, but a friend of mine this week, I was sharing something with her about, um, you know, just something personal. And, you know, I was just saying, like, telling her, why didn't I think differently? Why didn't I do differently? And at the same time, we said, maybe you were just doing your best. And that was like, wow, like that is so much more compassionate. And there's another side that's like, well, maybe you actually weren't doing your best and you had to do better. That might be true, but it it doesn't actually do anything to help us. It doesn't actually do anything to help us move forward. This is the same thing that I say around like allowing yourself to accept yourself as you are in this moment, because then you can actually create change. Then you can actually do things that help move you forward. 
because it means you're coming from a place of compassion, meaning that the change is going to be lasting and sustainable. If you are coming from a place of like beating yourself up and like, why didn't I do better? And I should have and all these things like beating yourself up does nothing. And the past is the past. And accepting what happened, accepting that your best was your best because it truly is. Like if you're wanting your year to be better and you're looking back and you're like, oh, I didn't do enough and all these things, like you would have. You just didn't have the tools and the capacity and the energy to do them, which is like why I address the podcast thing. I'm like, I just didn't have the bandwidth, you know? So I think if we look at things in that way, like it allows us to create peace and it allows us to accept reality. Eckhart Tolle has this quote. If you don't know him, he wrote The Power of Now, like very much like I think brought like quote unquote spirituality to the mainstream. He has this quote and I'm paraphrasing. It's something like, how do I know that this is the experience I'm supposed to be having? Because it's the experience you're having right now, you know? So I think taking that perspective creates more space of like, oh, okay, I did my best and my best is relative. Now that I know better, I can do better next time. And that actually allows you to move forward, you know? So I think if you're thinking like, oh, I didn't do enough or you're beating yourself up for something, try to view things in that way because again, it's just much more productive and it's a lot kinder and more compassionate to yourself, So I'm going to go through my top five lessons um, and then I'm going to be talking a little bit about 2023. So I'm going to try to get through these pretty quickly. Another thing is I'm going to try to have the podcast episodes be a little bit shorter in general, more concise, a little more organized, Uh, but let's get started. So the best part of 2022 for me was reconnecting with my mom. I hadn't because of my divorce and because of just a lot of like life changes and things that happened. My mom, my mom and I had a riff like mid, I don't know exactly when, but it was sometime in 2020 and we did not speak for over a year, almost a year and a half. Maybe I'm actually not sure of like the exact date. Um, but at the beginning of January, we reconnected and you know, relationships with moms, in general are complicated with parents in general are complicated and layered. And I think at some points I was just like, I'm just done. Like, I'm just like, I'm just going to cut this and you know, whatever. And I couldn't do that. And I realized that to me, family really matters. And I always knew that like, I've always, if you've known me, I'm a very family oriented person So I already thought that, but it just matters way more than I thought it did. And that's coming from like, you know, used to think it like 100% mattered. Now I'm like at 150% of family mattering and the health of our families mattering. Um, I, that time that I was not connected was really, really hard for me. Uh, I kind of always had this feeling, it was grief, but I've always had this feeling of like just being unsettled and not really feeling grounded. And I lived with that for a really long time. And in January of this year, we reconnected and actually created a better relationship 
with ourselves or between us because of the stuff that we had gone through and things are great now we can be really honest with ourselves with each other um we talk i actually really love and i this was me before too like i love hanging out with my mom and talking to her and i think she's really insightful she's very tough like very mentally tough uh, i learn a lot from her she is incredibly selfless uh, in the sense of like, she's always thinking of other people. She just has a lot of really amazing qualities and something that actually she taught me and has always taught me is that you have to look at the good in people. Uh, obviously if like somebody's doing something really horrible, <laughs> that's not the case, but she has taught me like, oh, you can actually like this person can have this quality and it's not overlooking the bad quality. It's just like focusing on the better qualities, the ones that are important to you that they have. And again, that was 100% my highlight. And again, it's the end of the year now, as you see on Instagram, if you follow me over there, like I go home a lot for long periods of time. And I'm just really, really grateful that that is the case right now. And obviously every family relationship is different. There are people I know that like truly have to go no contact with family. That's very personal. Um, It's obviously your decision and you know what is best. I, again, kind of went through the whole cycle of things and landed here and I am grateful for it. The next lesson is that movement creates movement and energy creates more energy. So momentum is a thing. So my last year's word, 2022's word was energy. And it was, you know, me harnessing my energy and being in charge of my energy and creating more of it, like being able to turn the day around. Even though like I've done a lot of stuff through the years and accomplished a lot, like I still found myself some days, especially with my mental health and stuff, just like, you know, perhaps getting to a point in the day and being like, well, like okay, like the day's done, like I'm in a bad mood. So like, I'll just like, you know, sit on the couch and like do my work from the couch and which is like not good for me. Um, You know, so I would do that and then be like, well, I'm just low energy. So like, well, the day's done. I'm just going to go to bed early. And that's like before this year, that's kind of like what would happen or what I would go through. Um, And this year I realized like, no, at any point in the day, you can turn the day around. Like you can harness your energy. And that involves action. And that involves a lot of movement. So for example, like for those days, like let's say in 2021 or whatever, and I still had glimpses of this in 2022 of like, oh, like the day is done. So like, I'm just like not going to get on my stories. I won't do a post, like all these things. And now this year I was like, no, you're going to do a post. Like you do one thing, like maybe it was like showering or like taking a second shower or doing a workout or going on a walk, like doing something that kickstarts your energy. And then you're like, oh, now I will cook and I'll do my Instagram post and I will, you know, go above and beyond with clients and I will uh, do Instagram stories and I will document all these things. So energy creates energy, movement creates movement. And no, for my sensitive people who are listening, which is likely a lot of you, this is what we need. We need action. We need movement. Staying stagnant for us is not good. And this is like the balance between like 
self-care and gentleness in these things, I think you need to approach it with gentleness. But the truth is we need action and we need a lot of movement. It's truly what keeps us happy. I'm not talking about like specifics of workouts. I'm a manifesting generator, human design, the engine. I need a lot of movement in my life. Uh, And maybe for you, that is yoga or Pilates or walking or whatever it is. I need a bunch of different stuff. And that's like what I've known for me. Um, And I think that in general, that creates other things like that allowed me to harness more friendships. You know, I moved to LA two years ago now, and I do feel like I have like a little community now and friends who are very, very deep and like sisters and people who I really, really appreciate that came from effort and movement and connection. Honestly, everybody I met on Instagram um, and some people in my community here, but I think that that's just really important to know that movement begets more movement. Energy creates energy and an object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. The next thing is that your patterns won't necessarily go away. You just have a different capacity for holding them. So I have been very honest about the fact that like I have an anxious attachment. My tendency is towards codependency and looking to other people to kind of I know it might not seem like this, um, but it is my pattern, uh, looking to other people to kind of ask for their opinions and getting very, very upset uh, within myself if like somebody doesn't, uh, if like somebody is mad at me or if, you know, if even if somebody isn't mad at me, but they are like in a bad mood, I'm like, oh, but what did I do? (laughs) It's my fault. Like that is me. That is my kind of natural state. So part of my work this year was to really look at that and be like, what's happening here and how can I begin to disentangle this even more, even though I had done it in 20, like really spotlighted it, spotlit it in 2020 and 2021. This year I was like, I want to keep going. Like I want to dive even deeper into this and unravel it a little bit more. And what I realized is that our patterns don't go away. Like, And when I say pattern, it's like your initial thought or reaction to things. It doesn't go away. It perhaps changes a little bit. Like the intensity of that reaction is not so intense like anymore, Uh, but it's still going to be there. So I found myself in that trap of thinking like, oh, this is just something I'm going to work through and it's going to go away. It doesn't go away. Just like if you are recovered from eating disorders, the eating the disorder thoughts don't really go away either. You just have more capacity around them. At this point, it's rare for me to hear an eating disorder thought, but like I will go to the grocery store and I will have like fantasies in my mind about like, oh, you should buy this and like eat all of this and all. And I'm just like, okay, it's just like background noise. And that is, again, a lesson for my food people, uh, people that struggle with food, um, that the thoughts don't really go away. Same with your like relationship patterns. Um, And I hope to bring more relationship, codependency, anxious attachment, uh, uh, anxious attachment style content to Instagram and to the podcast and even to close friends. 
Um, if you want to be one of my close friends on Instagram, it's been a while since I've done a training, but I will do more of them. Just send me a DM and say close friends. Um, literally that's all you have to say. But once I realized of like, oh, like the pattern isn't actually going to go away. Therefore, I just have better capacity for observing the pattern and choosing a different response. That is with everything right? Like the patterns of laziness, codependency, maybe your tendency is avoidant, which is like you run away instead of wanting to cling. I think I shamed myself for a long time and was like, no, you need to like truly get rid of this. It doesn't go away. You just move towards secure attachment, less codependency with different responses and like different actions that take that, like you take the seat of the person that you want to be. And then that becomes more of the norm, but these things don't really go away. So that is a huge thing that I learned. And I'm like, oh, I don't really need to be that different. I just need to have more capacity to hold all of these different feelings. And if you're a sensitive person, another thing that I have kind of like, I don't want to say grappled, but perhaps observed this year is that my feelings are really intense. (laughs) It's a lot. Like I feel all the things very, very intensely. And I think as I become a more continued aware person, that is something that I feel. But in that, I know that I have also grown my capacity to feel all of those things. But I won't lie and say that I haven't had days where I'm like, damn, like it life would be easier if these weren't so intense. Uh, And again, what can we do in that moment? We can't really change that about ourselves. It's like who we are. We can accept it and then we can continue moving forward and doing the things that helps, you know, those things feel better, which is, you know, for me, it's all of the action steps. It's exercise and moving my energy out. It's journaling, it's connecting to myself, it's going inward. And another thing in regards to codependency is knowing that you have your answers. A big thing for me is that I haven't had coaches since for three years now, honestly, two and a half years, I haven't had a business coach. I have gone to therapy. That's a separate thing, but like I haven't had, you know, coaches given before that, I had coaches for years and years and years, nutrition coaches, business coaches, mentors, sales coaches, all of these things. And I'm like, I can't live without this coach. I, and I would also like outsource my knowing to the coach. And if you've coached with me, you know that my coaching is a very collaborative process. I never, of course, I'm there to guide and support, especially with food, but I never pretend to know the the full answers to anything. I uh, we, I guide and then collaboratively the coaching process unfolds, right? And the results come, uh, I think because you have the space to kind of figure things out and take new action steps in a place of compassion, uh, not like a no excuses types of type of vibe. Um, but that was a big thing for me of like, oh, I can trust myself to have the answers to things. And then if I need something, I am discerning, but I can go to people in my network, people close to me who understand and who get it. Um, But I think that this is all just a big thing when it comes to codependency 
And it is something that I want to bring more into my business because it has so much to do with business in terms of like thinking what other people think and all of those things, which is not something I experience anymore. But in terms of, you know, being attached to certain things and all of that, definitely in relationships and definitely with food, definitely with food, especially if you are anxious attachment. Uh, So I hope to bring on more guests that can talk about that. And then for me to even do a whole podcast episode about that. The next thing is one's going to be really short is that I am, I think I'm done with healing. And the things that I've been talking about here are like at the beginning of the year, my attempts to quote unquote, continue to heal is what helped me get to this place where several months ago I was like, what if I just like accept how I am (laughs) and then make the decisions that allow me to be who I want to be? That means, because healing has a connotation of like fixing and that implies that you are wrong where you currently are right now. And it also keeps you striving. Is it any coincidence that like in the self-help world, we outsource a lot of knowledge, we outsource knowing, we outsource intuition, and it's always more, more, more like another book and another type of healing and another it never ends. You know, so once I started realizing that I was like, oh, this like, even if it's subconsciously, if you constantly say I have to heal more, I have to heal more, I have to do more. And little caveat here, when I'm saying taking action, I think it's important to discern like the intention of that action. I take all of this action because it actually makes me feel better. Thinking that I need to heal because something is wrong and I need to fix myself is not kind. And it's also never ending. And it always allows us to outsource the answer. So where I've gotten to now is like, I'm just going to let my personality and like my patterns rip. And from there, and the way that I am, and that journey to authenticity has been a really long one for me. And then from there, I know that I can trust myself to make the appropriate decisions you know, but think of like a, like a dog barking. Usually if the dog is barking and you come to it and you're like, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. You're wrong. Stop, stop, stop. It's going to continue barking versus just like letting it do what it does, observing. And then it goes away much faster. Same thing with healing. Like, of course there are things that we need to look at and become aware of, but looking at it and becoming aware of it and holding space for it is different than telling yourself you constantly need to heal. It just feels a lot better for me that way. And I will speak more about this and likely do uh, a whole podcast episode about it because I think it's really important, especially because like this podcast is kind of in that space. Um, But I'm going to leave that at that. And I hope that that resonates with you if you um, have gone through a similar journey to me. The last thing is that new versions of you will require a lot of effort um, and you are capable of that effort. This is the toughest one that as I have moved through life and, you know, gotten more successful and like had more opportunities and had more fr- like better friends even, I am somebody who's like kept the same level of like my childhood friends and my high school friends, like they are absolute sisters to me. 
But then I have other friends who are, and we can still connect uh, those friends of mine and their main jobs are moms. So we connect on that. We connect on other things. Obviously I'm not a mom, but I've also had to let go of other friends and I've had to let go of, you know, allowing certain things and different hobbies. Like when I stopped drinking a while ago, I I lost friends and that's okay. Especially if you are going through kind of that same thing. Um, But as these things have happened in terms of my life kind of going to the next level over many years and all of this, it has required me to become someone different uh, through each level. And it doesn't mean that the way that I was before was wrong. Again, we've talked about how that's really important to discern. It means that I wanted more for myself and I feel better when I am in environments of growth and really living to my potential that is truly what fulfills me and makes me happy. Going to that level requires way way more levels of effort and more uh, things that you expect of yourself and new levels of self-integrity. So for example, year one of my business, like I would be like, oh, I'm going to just post whenever and like only when I feel like it and, you know, just like kind of be haphazard with it compared to now where like I'm really serious about that about being consistent in some way and like showing up and doing all of the things and really giving myself, you know, allowing myself to give, you know, my best in that moment, like we talked about before. So I have become someone different in terms of like my focus and the amount of effort that I'm willing to put into something. And as I now move into next year, this is something that I need to constantly remind myself of, of like, getting to new goals and new things that I want to do um, feels a lot better for me and it will require more of me. And I think that that's really important. Like I was saying uh, at the beginning of this podcast, when, you know, we have these grand things in the new year, I make my habit list, which is like writing things that you want to do more of, writing things that you want to do less of, and then letting that guide you. And usually these things happen as a result because that exercise really allows you to see where you are and allows you to see what holds you back and allows you to see what actually makes you feel good. And from there, you can do other things. So I will be sharing more on Instagram about that. Um, but I think that that's a good place to kind of, um, you know, look at your year, look at the patterns and the activities and things that did not serve you. And know as you get to the next level, it it will require you to take new actions, which means that you essentially become a different person. And then it's helpful to think like, who did I become? Who did I need to become in order to get these things that I want? As you continue to reflect, I think it's important to really see like, where were the moments that like I wasn't at my best and what was happening there and what can I learn from there and what were the moments where I like did operate at my capacity and what was I doing and how did I feel 
right? Those things really allow a snapshot of um, truth that eventually allows you to move forward. So I wanted to talk a little bit about 2023 and some of the goals that I have. So first of all, my content output is going to likely double, which again means more output on my part, but I'm going to be on YouTube, on TikTok. You're going to see more stuff from me on Instagram. The podcast is going to have a video component. Uh, I'm really excited about my new camera, which Shantae recommended to me. It is the Sony a7 III. Uh, really awesome camera. The only thing I don't like about that camera is that it doesn't have um, like the little viewfinder thing, like the thing that you can like see yourself, like the screen doesn't flip out. <laughs> it flips up. So if you're using it in the way that I'm using it, which is where like I'm looking at it and I want to be able to see myself as I look at it, as I film videos, it doesn't have that. I got a little attachment that helps like this little mirrored thing, but um, I don't love that feature, but the camera's awesome. So we're going to stay with that. So you're going to see my content output uh, really go out the window and really just like totally increase. Uh, and I'm really, really excited about that. The next thing is that I am committing to getting my CPT. So certified personal trainer. I have the book. I paid for all the stuff. I just have to take the test. So I will spend the first likely beginning in February studying for that and then getting my CPT so I can bring beginner workouts to you. If you already have a program that you love, that's awesome. I want to be able to provide something for my clients that are beginning and starting and want something. And even for me, it's an area of expertise that I want to know more about. The next thing I'm going to be doing is bringing more somatic work into my coaching. So embodiment work, um, ways to feel like you are in your body. Uh, I'm also going to be doing a lot more stuff around binge eating and overeating, which goes into somatics uh, because that is involved so much more in my work as well. Um, so I'm really, really excited about those things. And I will likely create a group coaching program or a master class around binge eating because that is an issue that for me, and I don't want to discourage anyone from therapy, but that was something for me that was not made better by therapy. It was made better by getting up close and personal to my brain and really getting to know my brain patterns. And then again, making a new choice uh, as a result of that. So I think that that is a big problem for some people. Obviously, it's very deep. And I have, as you know, untangled that problem as a former very heavy binger. Like I'm talking, I'm not talking about like heavy weight. I'm talking about like heavy frequency, heavy intensity. Binging was my norm. There's so much involved. And I think that that specific behavior needs its own kind of attention. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff about that. I am really, really excited for that. Uh, I also want to travel a little bit more, see friends, do stuff. Um, I'm going to be likely working on my endurance and my body. So running more, more um, stuff on the Peloton, building muscle. And I should share with you my word of the year for 2023, which is build. I thought about connect, which is something that I wanted to do because like I really want more self-connection and continued knowing of myself. But 
that is also building, building that connection. I want to build muscle, build audiences in my business and on social media and on all these platforms. I want to build even better relationships with my current people and with you as a podcast listener, with my partner and with my friends and with my family and all of these things. So I want to build more capacity and I have the energy for that this year. All in all, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for just being so gracious with your support, with keeping in touch with all of the things. I wish you an incredible 2023. You'll be seeing me (laughs) a lot. Um, Please say hi on Instagram if you hadn't, if you haven't already. Please let me know what you thought of this podcast. I am sending you so, so much love as always. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you and just sending you all of the good vibes. Thank you so much for listening to Wise. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley A. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.